Cantonese Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Isa. This week we will begin by talking about British Science Week. We will also be talking about the release of Nazanin Zagari Ratcliffe. And we will be updating you on the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Finally, we will be reviewing the movie Encanto. Hi, it's Rose here. The last few days have been very exciting at school, as this is British Science Week. British Science Week is a 10-day celebration of science, technology, engineering and maths, lasting from the 11th to the 20th of March. There are thousands of events running across the UK, and this year's theme is growth. The organisers of the British Science Week, the British Science Association, chose growth as a theme as a way of reflecting on our experiences during the coronavirus pandemic. They described growth as a fitting theme for what has been a turbulent time for all of us. Recommended activities include exploring plant growth in your window box, discussing the impact of economic growth on our society and considering your own personal growth over the last 12 months. Another major aim of this year's British Science Week is celebrating people from diverse backgrounds and careers in science and engineering. They've called this Smashing Stereotypes, a project to try and remove stereotypical ideas about what people who work in science look like. The website says, What do you imagine when you're asked what a scientist looks like? Are you picturing lab coats, goggles and conical flasks? How about the person? Are they a white man with grey hair who resembles Albert Einstein? Well, I definitely don't look like Albert Einstein as I am a girl and I absolutely love science. And I was really excited on Tuesday because I got to take part in a science competition at a local school. I went with three people from my class and we had to get involved in a range of activities and experiments, including building a tower out of spaghetti and marshmallows, making a water-fueled rocket and creating oxygen using a potato. Sounds funny, but it actually works. My team won the science quiz too, which was really fun. So I hope you all have a fantastic time during British Science Week. Hello, this is Zara, and I'm here with some very good news. This week, a British-Iranian woman called Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe, who had been held in Iran for the past six years, was released and has now arrived back to the UK and has been reunited with her family. Mrs. Zaghari Ratcliffe's seven-year-old daughter has not seen her mother in person in years, so it was a very poignant moment when they were reunited. So how did Miss Zaghari Ratcliffe end up being imprisoned in Iran? Well, she had a dual British and Iranian citizenship, and she travelled in 2016 to visit her parents with her daughter, who was then just a baby. She had travelled to Iran three times before with her daughter without any problems, But during her visit, she was arrested and accused of plotting to overthrow the government, which she has always denied. She was sent to prison for five years, spending the last year of her sentence on parole at her parents' home in Tehran, which is Iran's capital city. Then, in April 2021, she was sentenced to another year in prison 
and a one-year travel ban after being found guilty of spreading false information against the Iranian government. During the six years that she was held in Iran, the UK government made lots of appeals to the Iranian government for a release. Mr. Guy Ratcliffe's husband, who had campaigned tirelessly for a release, said at the time that Nazanin was told that she was being held in order to force the UK to pay £400 million to Iran, relating to a debt that Iran claimed the UK owed for a cancelled order of military tanks. This week, the UK Foreign Secretary Liz Truss said that the debt had been settled in parallel and in full compliance with UK and international sanctions and all obligations. Both the UK and Iran have said that the payment should not be linked to Mr. Gary Ratcliffe's release or the release of another British Iranian who was released at the same time called Anoushe Ashouri, who was detained in 2017 on spying charges. Hello, this is Isa. Unfortunately, the war between Russia and Ukraine is still continuing. Millions of people have continued to flee Ukraine as Russia has continued to bomb Ukraine. Ukrainian officials have said that Russian forces bombed a theatre and a swimming pool complex, where civilians were sheltering in Mariupol. The World Health Organization said that there have been 43 attacks on Ukrainian healthcare facilities, infrastructure and workers since the start of the invasion. This week, the Ukrainian president, President Zelensky, called on the US Congress to provide more weapons to help his country fight off Russian airstrikes and for further sanctions against Russia. The US President, Joe Biden, announced an extra $800 million in security assistance assistance to Ukraine and referred to the Russian president as a war criminal. A spokesman from the Kremlin, which is a big fortress in Moscow containing government buildings and is the official residence of Russian leaders, said that President Biden's comments were unacceptable and unforgiving rhetoric. On a positive note, both Russia's foreign minister and the Ukrainian president suggested that talks were making progress despite the continued bloodshed. The Ukrainian president said this week that it is a fact that must be acknowledged that there is no path into NATO for Ukraine. In the lead up to the invasion, one of President Putin's demands had been that Ukraine be permanently barred from joining NATO as Ukraine's membership to NATO would threaten Russia's security and so everybody is hoping that some sort of peace deal between Russia and Ukraine can now be reached. Negotiators from both sides have said that there has been substantial progress but unfortunately for now the fighting is still continuing. Hi, it's Laurie here, and this week I'm reviewing the new children's film, Encanto. Encanto was released in November and is a 60th Disney animated feature movie. The plot takes place in the mountains of Colombia and takes us to the family of the Madrigals, a multi-generational family who live in a magical house in a very special town in a wonderful charmed place called Encanto. The magic of the Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal every child except one 
know about. But once she discovers that the magic surrounding the encounter is in danger, Mirabel decides that she, the only ordinary magical, might just be her family's last chance of survival. I won't say any more about the plot, just in case you haven't seen it. And if you haven't, well you should. It has fantastic original songs written by Lynn manuel Miranda, became the most successful animated feature of 2021, and won the Best Animated Film Award at the BAFTAs last week. But more importantly, it's a really great story. Although I'm 8 years old, I definitely don't like movies like Frozen anymore. I really like Encanto because it felt fresh and different. The songs are brilliant, particularly what else can I do? And I like the fact it's set in Colombia. It's also a really nice story and I think Mirabelle is a great role model. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.